0: Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio.
1: In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness.
2: I met my love by the gasworks wall. Dreamed a dream. By the old canal I kiss my girl By the factory wall Dirty old town Dirty old town Clouds are drifting Across the moon Cats are proud streets at night dirty old town dirty old town heard a dirty old town
3: Lovely stuff, the voices of the Irish descendants and Dirty Old Town. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack on this Saturday, May the 21st. Nice temperatures out there this morning. Maybe the sun will come out in the afternoon, We wee bit cloudy, but uh, about 21 or 22 degrees here in the GTA. And uh, an Irishman, an Englishman and a Scotsman. And it's not the start of a joke, folks, but that is the leaderboard over there in Ireland at the K Club. And Mr. McElroy is at the top of it with a two-shot lead now. As I was listening in the car on the way over, watched a wee bit of it this morning. They're actually on a lightning delay right now. So um, they'll uh, they'll resume hopefully in about 45 minutes. But uh, McElroy is in control with a two-shot lead. And on the line, down there in Montreal, I'm sure he'll be in visiting our friends in the, at the Quinns at the Irish Embassy down there later on. But he's at the park right now. Mark O'Brien, how are you doing?
4: Oh, you better believe it, kiddo. We'll be there, We'll be there later on, no doubt about it. And the sun is shining here in Montreal, Ken for the uh, Montreal annual Montreal 9SI tournament and uh, it's a fantastic day here and uh, all of the GA colours are in full bloom here fantastic event here they have going on I just refereed a ladies game Kenny and I got no abuse at all so that's always a good sign
3: well, That's a good one you must have been uh, playing at a fairly even match then were
4: you? <laughs> I was indeed huh? I was indeed yeah
3: Good stuff who, who, was, who, was, who was on that game there?
4: Actually, it was a very interesting game—a game of Gaelic football in Montreal between Ottawa and Halifax, the ball clubs.
3: Oh, very good! Yeah, excellent. The
4: Ottawa ladies came out on, on top, but the Halifax ladies definitely uh, definitely had a, had a bit of game in them for sure. So
5: that
3: no, was
4: great. Now it's a fantastic scene here. Uh, it's uh, it's great to kind of just be on the sidelines and watch all this all this unfold.
3: So you're not coaching at all on this one, are you not?
4: I am, the ladies are up this morning, Ken I'll be going this afternoon And um, I'm going to have a fellow called uh, Rowan Corbett uh, in for an interview later on he's going, to, he's going to come on and tell us a little bit About this tournament and, and how it started And I'll have him now I'll call back in in about 20 minutes And uh, he'll be with me And we'll, uh, we'll have a bit of a banter with him
3: Lovely, that's great And yeah. you, you had your coaching debut last weekend And you wrote to me and told me Of a great score altogether I, I've found it uh, hard yeah. to believe now What's going on there?
4: Ah uh, yeah, no, we won't talk too much about that one because I think we had a it was a it was our, our uh, a lot of our senior lads against St Vincent's junior lads. So right. anyway, we'll take we'll take the old win, but we won't load on it.
3: Very good, very good. All right, and, um, and there, tell us, uh, a, yeah, uh, yeah, go there's on. A,
4: there, there's a bit of sad news in the GA, and I there think is there's a bit of irony, uh, Ken, that I wanted to kind of talk about the passing of Joe McDonough from Galway you know, probably created one of the best scenes ever seen at Croke Park when he sang The West Awake there after Galway won the All-Ireland yes. in 1980. And, um, you know, as Egon O'Farrell said, he left an indelible mark on the G.A. He was the president there from ninety seven to 2000. I had the pleasure of meeting him on several occasions uh, in my capacity as president of the G.A. Uh, back at Congress a couple of times and here in Toronto. But he would be particularly proud, I would say, of t- 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 uh, to see an event like this because he was incredibly influential in the uh, international games for GAA and uh, it's just it's absolutely ironic that we're here watching you know really the fruits some of the fruits of his labor really unfold here in front of our eyes and uh, you know thoughts and prayers going out to his family he was only 62 after a very brief illness with pancreatic cancer and um, you know our thoughts and prayers are with him he's a huge loss to the GAA and uh, you know I just wanted to make a mention that we're here at an event We're here at an event that's really the culmination of a lot of work that he did really, really well. So uh, poor old Joe McDonough passed away.
3: Yeah, that's uh, sad news indeed. Condolences to all his family and uh, to all those in the GEA. Be a big loss.
4: He is a big loss, yeah, a big loss.
3: And uh, a bit of hurling going on and a bit of football uh, over there in Ireland this weekend.
4: There is indeed, yeah. Um, there's a bit of uh, there's a bit of both going on now. I think uh, Dublin are playing Wexford. I think in the they football are. championship, but there's a big one down in Munster. I believe Cork and Tipperary is on today. Correct?
3: They are indeed, yeah. It's uh, and uh, down at the Galway they'll be showing that 11 a.m. Okay. tomorrow, uh, Cork versus Tipperary, and at 9 a.m. they'll also show the football down versus Tyrone. And uh, Leitrim and Ross Common go at it in the Connacht uh, quarterfinals as well. So
4: oh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, so that should on.
3: be very interesting. Ross Common coming back with the the scare out in New York. So we'll see what happens with them with Leitrim.
4: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And. Um,
3: and Leinster had a big win uh, last night. They beat Ulster in the uh, in the rugby in the Guinness Pro12 semi final, thirty to eighteen. I was getting texts from my pal Tony Gray, who was at the match, and uh, <laughs> he was uh, he was in good spirits now. But I I said to him, I hope he doesn't forget where he's come from because Connacht go at it today against Glasgow Warriors at the sports ground. So they'll see if we can make it an all-Ireland affair. And uh, Connacht take on Glasgow at 6.30 today, Irish time. So the, uh, the crack should be mighty at the sports ground. They'll be looking for a big win. And we can see if Connacht can play Leinster in the final next weekend.
4: Wow, fantastic! I hear McIlroy was very upset with
3: that result. So. He was. There was anyway. a picture of him sitting with Niall Horn from uh, Wrong Direction <laughs> at the uh, at the show at the he uh, the match yesterday. So yeah, he wasn't looking too happy. But he's he's making amends for it now on the golf course today.
4: <laughs> I have a question for you: How many Joe Dolan tunes have you lined up for today? Six
3: or seven, I think.
4: Yeah, all right. I'll have to trust you on is that.
3: that is that one of his songs? Six or seven? <laughs> it is. It might be. <laughs>
4: Uh, good man, very good
3: Good stuff um, Alright, so you're going to check back in with us then, a wee bit later on
4: Yeah, I think I'll call in around 11.30 here Now I do see Rowan getting ready to go and play an old hurling game but maybe I can catch him at the half halftime so I'll give you an old text and let you know when I'm calling in because uh, I do want to talk to him and have him kind of tell us a little bit about uh, about this event that's going on here today So
3: Great stuff and will you, you probably won't be able to catch the FA Cup final now today, will you? Man United and not, Crystal Palace I
4: will, not, I will not see that I've decided to I've decided to devote my time to uh, to our national sport today, Kenny. Um, I won't be I won't be imbibing in any foreign sport activity today. <laughs> good
3: man, stuff.
4: Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Garrison games, as Lachlan used to call them.
3: That's right. <laughs> and who cares about <laughs> United anyway, right?
4: <laughs> exactly. What uh, what tune have we lined up here?
3: Oh, the next tune here is uh, a little bit of traditional music. So we're gonna we're gonna batter on here with a with a wee song off uh, of these lads' new album. It's uh, Liam Merriman and Ornor Maher and Dead Man's Trail. Okay. Good luck.
6: Fight. Overhill, Overhill side and dale. Overhill, Overhill side and dale. That's where you'll find me That's where you'll find me on dead man's trail
1: For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area.
3: All right, here's a fella who sometimes raises the eyebrows of folks when he's reading the Irish news. He's coming to us live from Eyebrow, Saskatchewan this morning. Good morning, Desmond DeVoy.
7: Good morning, Ken. Oh, you sent me to some wonderful places, and I, I love where you send me. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, who can get you to Eyebrow or anywhere else in Ireland. Here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. The third time was the term for Brendan Howland, who was elected unopposed to serve as Ireland's newest Labour leader yesterday. The unanimous decision came after Tipperary North TD Alan Kelly was in the awkward spot of being unable to find a single TD who would second his nomination for a leadership run. The Wexford TD was first elected to the Dáil in 1987 and ran for the party leadership in 1997 and 2002. He was the public expenditure and reform minister in the last government and replaces Joan Burton. Kelly was not in attendance at the announcement yesterday at the Royal College of Physicians Ireland in Dublin but Howland read aloud a text message Kelly had sent him wishing him well. Meanwhile, on the government benches, Enda Kenny is not going anywhere anytime soon. The Taoiseach likely put a damper on the leadership aspirations of several of his likely successors as Senegal party leader this week, when he announced that he will not step down as Taoiseach and retire until around the time of the next general election. The same week as he announced that his new cabinet had its first meeting, Kenny made the announcement in Castlebar, County Mayo, that it was always his intention that he would serve a full term, but would not lead his party into another election. I've made that perfectly clear, Kenny said, but I have, had a lot, I have a lot of work to do in the meantime. Tanisha Francis Fitzgerald, Social Protection Minister Leo Varadkar, Housing Minister Simon Coveney, and Public Expenditure and Reform Minister Pasco Donahue are all seen as potential leadership candidates. And an update on politics in Northern Ireland with the announcement from the Social Democratic and Labour Party that they too will follow the lead of the Ulster Unionist Party and sit on the opposition benches for the first time. SDLP leader Colm Eastwood said on Thursday that his party would be quitting the power-sharing government at Stormont. This comes as the Alliance Party has indicated that it does not want to again put up with the headache of running the Justice Department, so that would leave the six counties with a power-sharing government made up of only the Democratic Unionist Party and Sinn Féin. Eastwood said that the two parties' proposed program for government fell short of what it wanted to see. The two governing parties are now reaching out to the Green Party and even independent unionist MLA Claire Sugden to see if she is in, if either is interested in the job and breaking news on that front this morning from the Belfast Telegraph, who is reporting that Sugden is telling the paper that she would, be, she would quote, consider being Justice Minister if it is offered. In the news this morning, Ireland's gay and lesbian couples wasted no time in getting married in the years since voters approved same-sex marriage. A year ago Sunday on May 22, 2015, 62% of voters said, I do, to the idea of gay marriage, and since then, 412 same-sex couples have tied the knot. The Department of Social Protection released figures, which show that more than half of those marriages, 213, were conducted in the Dublin area after the Marriage Act 2015 was signed into law last November. There were 43 marriages in Cork and 25 in Limerick, while Wicklow saw 17. Counties Monaghan, Leitrim and Carlow all registered a single gay wedding, but County Clare is the only county to have so far not registered a single same-sex marriage. Well, this week in Irish history, on this date in 1945, Mary Robinson is born in Ballina, County Mayo. She would go on to become Ireland's first female president in 1990. On May 19, 1769, the first Guinness stout is exported from Ireland when six and a half barrels leave for England. On the same day in 1897, Oscar Wilde is released from prison, and on May 18, 1947, John Bruton is born in Dunboyne, County Meath. He would later serve as Taoiseach from 1994 to 1997. Excuse me. On the same day in 2006, Michael O'Reardon, the founder of the Communist Party of Ireland, dies at the age of 88. On May 17, 1650, Oliver Cromwell secures Clonmel County Dipperary after a siege that started on April 28th. The same day in 1974 was the afternoon in which 34 people were killed in Dublin and Monaghan in the car bombings. More than 300 were injured that day. The bombings were the single worst atrocity in Ireland during the Troubles. And finally from us this week, County Fermanagh has the friendliest place in the United Kingdom. The Belfast Telegraph reports that the Lakeland County is friendlier than anywhere you'll find in England, Scotland, Wales, and the rest of the six counties. This is not the first time Fermanagh has won such praise. A study done by the Office for National Statistics found that people living in Fermanagh and Omaha, County Tyrone, rated themselves the happiest in the area on a scale of 0 to 10, making the county the happiest place to live in the UK. The details of this latest accolade come following a study by the National Lottery's Big Lunch, which aims to bring communities together and reduce loneliness and isolation. Not to be outdone, all six of Northern Ireland's counties made the top ten friendliest spots across the UK, with Ulster dominating the top six. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at aerlingus.com. W-W-W dot, dot com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to to Toronto with Kyo Lagos Crack and Ken Tracy, who makes Sligo a very friendly place whenever he's visiting there. So until next week, folks, go Foil. <laughs>
1: Way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
3: Yes, indeed. Make it down to the Galway Arms. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier, they will be showing some GA live tomorrow, Sunday, 9 a.m. Football down versus Tyrone and at 11 a.m. Munster hurling, Cork versus Tipperary. So make yourself get down to the Galway and enjoy uh, a bit of GAA live down there. And before that, we had a track there from Buttons and Bows. A little bit of Sligo influence there. The Gatehouse Maids set a bunch of reels there. And we'll send that out to the folks that are having uh, the Cayleys. The Cayley is having a big weekend next weekend. So they've got Jared Butler coming in to do Lovely. a bit of stuff down there. So we'll cover that off in the calendar. But we'll send that out to those folks. A little bit of trad music is always good. And then you see I got a, an email this morning. From a fella saying that it's a birthday,
8: huh? it is. Yeah,
3: happy birthday, Jay!
8: Thanks very much.
3: You must have as many yeah. birthdays as uh, one of our other listeners ah. there last week, Mister <laughs> Sean Gilroy. Huh? How has he got year? I think four or five. Oh ah,
8: yeah, up there four at least. <laughs> huh?
3: Good stuff. So, uh, is this a big one, a special one, or no? Or four, no, forty-one. Ah, that's it. Yeah,
8: that's good, last year was you? a big one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the Hebbanee Bridge is two hundred years old. It's Did you not know that? something? Yeah, this uh, incredible. This week, two hundred years. And then uh, this tune here, the irony in this is that this tune that we have coming up now is um, by Phil Linnet, and uh, the video for it is all shot in the Ha'penny Bridge right, in yeah. and around that area yeah. in Dublin, and uh, it was shot in 1975, is the year right? I
3: was Did born. You? Oh my goodness, there you go. So this is a very special for one for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, very special. Good stuff. We hope you have a great day, and uh, all the best wishes to you.
0: in the old town It's not the same, honey when you're not around I've been spending my time in the old town I sure miss you, honey Now you're not around Now you're not around This old town
3: Very good. Phil Linnett and Old Town. Excellent stuff for Bertha boy, Jay, here in studio. Well, I don't know if you've caught the uh, documentary, Children of the Revolution. It was by Joe Duffy. And a very good book, actually, as well. And I caught it on the RTE player there. And 40 children were actually killed in the... uh, the revolution 1916 and uh, the rising and the first child was a young one a two-year-old in a pram uh, that was uh, shot by accidental gunfire of course but the other story that is related to uh, Toronto is a very interesting one there was a uh, Canadian soldier in uniform who was, uh, who was shot and um, they never knew at the time of course why what would a Canadian soldier be doing in, in Dublin during the, uh, the Easter Rising. And uh, through all his research anyway, he discovered that it ended up being a 16-year-old, a fellow by the name of Neville Friday. And he was actually born in Dundrum, Tipperary. His mother had moved back to Ireland in 1914, and he lied about his age to get into the Canadian army. And so, of course, he was underage and had gone to England, had sailed to England to head to the front in France. And um, of course when he discovered that that's where he was going and he discovered he was in England he thought he'd go home and visit his mum. she happened to be staying with some relatives in Dublin and uh, he took the trip over to Dublin wearing his Canadian uniform and was again caught in crossfire and killed Wow and with all his research there was actually how he how he figured it out there was a piece in the Toronto Star a big picture of uh, of this you know uh, brigade going across and that's where they found him in this photograph and he was able to do all the research what's even stranger still is that a lot of his uh, brothers and uncles went to the front as well and believe it or not they all made it back alive. He was the only one of the family that was killed, and he didn't even make it to didn't the front. Even get there, yeah. So it's a it's a very good story. If you get a chance, go to the RTE player. I'm sure it's still up there, and if not, uh, keep a, an eye out for uh, for the book by um, Joe Duffy called "Children of the Revolution." And on that note, there's a song by uh, Declan O'Rourke called "The Children of Sixteen.
9: morn a hundred years ago the rebels led a rising from the city's GPO brave heroes and their enemies fell civilians in between and among the dead their hand cards over cobbled stone, they rattled skid and tore. Barefooted as they scavenged through the cross yelling made and snipers bullets pierced and whipped the suffered April haze there was fighting from the union to the mill above the green and it made a great excitement nation proud and free, and our sisters and our brothers then.
1: There's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness.
3: All right, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar of Events for May the 21st. Uh, Irish Project Hope. It's still We're still looking for your donations there, folks. So please uh, think about that and give generously. Holy Rosary Parish in Toronto is where you want to send it put it marked special projects Irish Project Hope Holy Rosary Parish 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto M5P1N4 and if you mark that to the attention of our friend Ethna Heffernan we'll get your donation Celtic Canada is now up online their magazine is looking great and you can go online at CelticCanada.com or follow them on Facebook at Celtic Canada number one And connect with Eleanor at info at CelticCanada.com for your stories for the next issue. And tonight, down at the Estonia House, it's the uh, Wolf Tones are performing in town. They're doing their 1916 Rising Centenary Concert. So if you've got nothing to do tonight, folks, tickets are only $40. And uh, I'm not sure, but you can contact the Friends of Sinn Féin if there are any left. 416-402-3729. The Open Door Cayley, they're having their dance weekend next weekend, May 27th to 29th. And as I mentioned off the top there, Gerald Butler is back in from Ireland and he's going to teach you a few dances. The Royal Canadian Legion is the place to be. 1083 Pape Avenue and there's lots of parking. And if you've got any questions about the weekend, you can give Geraldine a call at 416-573-1205 or Mary a call at 905-330. Seventy nine, seventy two. You can also visit their website, com. And we mentioned last week the 2016 Toronto Rose Selection Gala on May 28th is sold out, folks. So if you didn't get your tickets, it's too bad. But something that isn't, at least I don't believe, is sold out. The Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce Toronto-Ireland Park Foundation and the Ireland Fund of Canada invite you to attend a fundraising lunch for Ambassador... Ambassador, and that is uh, going to be in a Canadian-inspired lunch that will honour the ambassador and celebrate his retirement. Yes, folks, he's leaving us. Proceeds from the event will go to a charity of the ambassador's choosing, and that's taking place on Wednesday, June the first at Allen's Restaurant, and that's on the Danforth Avenue, of course. And you can get your tickets by going to the Ireland Fund of Canada website under their events. Later that evening, the Irish community is coming together to honour and thank and say farewell to Ambassador Ray Bassett and his wife Patricia. Yes, June 1st at P.G. O'Brien's on Colburn Street from 6pm till 10pm and everybody is welcome. Friday, June the 10th, Coltus are uh, hosting a fundraising ceilidh for cancer in the name of two dear friends, Eileen McLaren and Happy Moreau, who passed away due to cancer. It'll be held at the Legion on Dawes Road and Danforth. That's just west of Main Street, and it's starting at 7.30 p.m. For more information, you can call Maureen Mulvey O'Leary at 416-446-6993 or send Maureen an email at molary2001 at rogers.com On Saturday, June the 11th it's the annual day at the races Woodbine Racetrack and we'll be coming to you live from the racetrack folks You can uh, dust off your uh, favourite outfit your favourite hat and come on out and enjoy the folks from the Ireland Fund of Canada at the day at the races right there, trackside tent, and it's a fantastic afternoon. The lunch buffet will uh, start at 12 noon and 1 p.m. post-time. Tickets for a table of 10 are thirteen fifty, or you can buy your own individual ticket for $135. That's at the Woodbine racetrack up there on Rexdale. Once again, the Chamber will host its annual Brian Dolan Memorial event, And that golf tournament is at Caledon Woods Golf Club up there in Peel Region on Thursday, June the 16th. 12.30 lunch, one thirty shotgun, $600 per foursome, $150 for a single member. And Clublink members get a deal, $90, which all includes your green fee, your cart, your steak dinner and a light lunch. No payments will be accepted on the day, folks, so you want to go to the Chamber website, iCCC t-o dot com slash shop Bloomsday Rejoicing the Irish Youth Choir will join the Toronto Children's Chorus Anniversary and their uh ...in for a uh, what they're calling a spectacular concert on June the 16th. It happens to be, of course, the 100th Bloomsday anniversary. And this is a celebration of the life of James Joyce. And they couldn't be more excited to host the Irish Youth Choir for a rejoicing affair. It will uh, take place, and they'd like to invite the community out... ...on Thursday, June the 16th at 7.30pm at the Trinity St. Paul's 427 Bloor Street West in Toronto. Tickets are on sale now and are available at the um, price of $20 for students and seniors, and children are only $10. Adults are $25. And there'll be a reception following the concert as well. For more information, you can email bradley at com. And our friends at the Cork Association, they're having their annual pub night to take place at the Galway Arms on Saturday, June the 18th at 8 p.m., They'd love to have people come on out and bring their friends. It's $10 at the door. There'll be lots of crack going on down there, fun and prizes. Tom O'Donoghue will be the entertainment. And uh, there'll also be an open mic. My goodness, I'll tell you, Tom O'Donoghue will have a tough time maybe uh, getting to the mic himself. Then if there's an open mic, the Cork folks are great entertainers altogether. together. So that should be a, a load of crack down there at the Galway Arms again on Saturday, June the 18th at 8 p.m. And Carasaga Festival, you can get your tickets down at the Galway Arms. There'll be a live meeting. Music, Irish dancing, it's all taking place out there at the Sports Zone Hershey Centre. May 27th to 29th, pop into the Galway, see Michael, and he'll get you your passport. And if you have a passport, you can ride free on the Mississauga Transport. And that's uh, that's a great deal altogether. And the fourth annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering has been booked. It's for Saturday, September the 17th at Caledon Woods Golf Club, 1 p.m. Shotgun. you want to get in and get your tickets early for that one, you can give Paddy Dunn a call at 416-234-2822. Excellent. And uh, I've got a text in from the folks, and the Rose Bowl is definitely sold out—not even standing room. So there you go. You have to get in early now for these events anymore, Jay. Are you going? Uh, I didn't get a ticket you in didn't time. Get a ticket, I'm yeah. one of them fellas. I was uh, late. You know, typical Irish, looking to see the last minute maybe where i will be, but uh, I didn't get a ticket. Oh. So no, I won't be there. But I did get down, of course, to meet all you the roses. Did, yeah. They're great. So that'll be a—it'll be a good night for those who have tickets. All right, well, we're waiting on Mr. O'Brien to give us a call and uh, do an interview, but uh, he's not there, so we're going to play a little track. I was uh, listening or reading there this morning. Christy Moore was on uh, The Late Late last night. And he was uh, playing a few tracks from his new album, Lily. Yeah. And you had a chance actually on the drive over to listen to a few tracks. You saying I did, it's good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll play in the coming weeks. We'll play a, a few uh, tracks maybe from Christie's new album. And uh, but there was a, a good story he told about uh, the young fella Ed Sheeran. And uh, Ed, when he was over last year doing some concerts at Crow Park, came by Christie's house, banged on the door, wanted to come in and. Uh, and say hello to him and so he did and the two of them sat down and ed even asked christy if he'd come up on uh, on on stage at crow park and uh, play with him christy turned it down because he thought ed's fans were a wee bit too young but he did say look we'll do something in the future together so that was grand they had a good chat and then uh, a few days later a bang came to the door of christy's house and it was a brand new guitar, a gift from Ed Sheeran by the guitar maker, George Loden from Downpatrick. And Christie said it's the best instrument he's ever held in wow. his hands. So a nice wee story. Christie was full of praise for this young man, Ed Sheeran. And uh, he, uh, he even said to young Ed, he said, maybe we're related. He said, my granny's name was Ellie Sheeran. So uh, you never know. And um, we're going to play a track from Christie. And it's called The Lakes of Pontchartrain.
10: morning i did new orleans adieu and i took the road to jackson town and my fortune to renew i cursed all far, and far no credit could again till they fell in love with the Creole girl by the legs of Punshutran she took me into her mama's house and three the hair upon her shoulders in jet black ringlets fell to try and paint her beauty Could be, for she had got a lover, and he was far at sea. She said that she would wait for him and true.
3: All right, lovely stuff. Christy Moore, well, on the line is uh, Mr. O'Brien, and we've lined up an interview. Yes, Mr. O'Brien.
4: We have Kenny here. I'm here with um, with Ronan Corbett here, who's actually, uh, ironically, we are talking about Joe McDonough earlier in the show. Uh, he's a Galway man as well, and he's been living here in Montreal for the last eight years, and Ronan is yeah, he's kind of like the man running the show here, but uh, I thought I'd get him on here for, uh, for a few words. Ronan, Wonderful. you're very welcome to Keologus Crack. How are things? Uh, thanks very much, Max. Uh, can you hear us all right there, Kenny? We
3: can indeed, Jack. Go ah, ahead.
4: Very good, very good. So, Roland, how many uh, how many years has this been going now? So, this club in Montreal has been around here, Mark, since 1948,
11: I believe it's uh, Wow. A lot of teams here in the 50s and 60s uh, with a lot of Irish coming originally to Montreal, but there was a bit of a drop-off in the 70s and 80s, but uh, the club kept going. We so have, uh, right now... Approximately a lot of growth in the last year. We were approximately 60 male players and uh, 40 female players, and we have uh, a weekly league structure now for men and women here in Montreal. But this today is the largest ever men's uh, football, I believe, in, in Canada or definitely in Eastern Canada. Wow, uh, we have over 250 players and 24 teams uh, for ladies' football, men's football, and hurling
4: today. So wonderful!
11: ladies' uh, in Toronto, actually all the time here. Yeah, in Ottawa, in New York, and. Uh,
4: well, fantastic, very good. And you're originally from Galway yourself, what about?
11: I am Indeed, from near Tussafanray. When it's nothing right, but the football club Menloch.
4: Okay, very good.
11: So, yeah, obviously, you mentioned Joe, McDonough there. Very sad to hear of his passing. There, I, I only met him myself once. He came to Ottawa last year for their yeah the 50th anniversary of the club. And uh, I mean, Joe is a legend in Galway. Just, um just a, a gentleman, and uh, just his, his knowledge of the game and his I, yeah, everybody was fantastic. Away with
4: yeah, he's done incredible things for the. Uh, I was just saying how how proud he would be to be watching this because he did so much as well for the international games and like this is really uh, this is he's responsible for a lot of this. But I have to give you uh, kudos as well. I mean, it takes people locally here as well to, to kind of get their shoulder behind that. So well done. Really good. We have uh, community 10 and a lot of just helping
11: out. It does take a lot of volunteers to put that show.
4: yourself. Kenny, just for the record, Ronan literally just walked off the field. The Montreal Shamrocks were playing against the Toronto Hurling Club. They went down by a couple of points but it was a very entertaining game of hurling. But but how about that? A game of hurling between Toronto and Montreal.
3: Isn't that fantastic? Great to it see sure you. Is. Great to hear about yes. that now. yeah.
4: Now, did you understand everything Ronan was saying? Because you're kind of from the West as well, right?
3: Absolutely. No bother at all. Huh? <laughs> very easy very for good. us Connacht boys to understand each yeah. other. Don't you worry yeah. about that. <laughs>
4: just before we went on the interview I heard him in a conversation with a fella and uh, he's uh, he's fluent in French um, it's very interesting to hear a Galway accent uh, speak in <laughs> French you
11: can imagine a Galway man talking French not too many
4: of us here uh, <laughs> we're a rare breed over in Montreal for sure <laughs> alright Kenny Ronan, thanks a lot for doing this, and well done, just great show, there's an awful lot of organisation that goes into this, and Kenny, we're over here, I'm looking at a sign for the Montreal Irish Rugby Football Club, there's a big shamrock over the top of it, so that's where we're playing all the games today, just, it's called Saint-Julie, it's very of good,
3: Montreal. hey, imagine that, there's a, a man with a French accent there now, <laughs> almost pulling that off, huh?
4: <laughs> yeah, that's about it though, Kenny.
3: Good. I can only pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's great. Well, listen, yeah. I hope uh, I hope the weather stays good for you and uh, enjoy the weekend down there.
4: All right, Kenny. Thanks for having us on, buddy.
3: All right, we'll talk to you okay. soon, pal. Good luck. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Down
0: by the Sally Gardens My love and She passed the Saliga. rise roll
3: Beautiful. The lovely voice of Dolores Keane and down by the Sally Gardens. All right. Well, that's about a wrap for another week, folks. Thanks for joining us here on a Saturday morning. And uh, for our Calgary folks out there uh, joining us on a Sunday morning, we hope you enjoy the long weekend. Hopefully, the weather will be good. Jay, you're off camping now with the family.
8: Yeah, heading down to Prince Edward County. Beautiful. Yeah, I hear it's lovely down, down there. there. Yeah, I heard it's nice. So, never been there. Looking forward to it. You can fill us in next week. tell you what it's like down there. All the best places to go and all that business.
3: Good stuff, folks. If you ever miss a show, you can catch us on iTunes, on the podcast, or you can go to our website, uh, SaturdayIrishRadio.com, and download the show from there. So you can play it back throughout the week if you uh, miss our live show on a Saturday. And if you have an event... Feel free to send us an email, Ken at Saturday Irishradio.com, and we will get your event up and talk about it in the Guinness community calendar of events. All right, folks, we'll leave you with this one Roisin Dove Sloan.
5: Hi, Roshi.
0: every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is A.